Welcome to the FinTalks, a chat with Finance Malta. I'm Angèle Spiteri-Paris, and today we have Geraldine Spiteri-Lucas from the Malta Business Registry. May I invite you to introduce yourself? Thank you. So, uh, I'm the Chief Legal Officer at the Malta Business Registry. My role is to head the legal and enforcement unit within uh, the Malta Business Registry. I have been involved in various transpositions and uh, even the, the fourth and fifth AMA directive in relation to the register of beneficial owners um, of, of com- companies, basically. Brilliant. So we'll kick off with the questions. Can you talk us through what led the Minister of Economy to issue regulations around companies disclosing their ultimate beneficial owners? Yes, uh, I believe uh, the journey started in May 2016 when Malta participated in the London Anti-Corruption Summit. At that time, the pledge was to develop this register of beneficial owners for legal entities and in addition to that, to give access of this register in accordance with uh, EU directives. They further pledged that law enforcement agency had to have access to this register as well. The Minister under the Companies Act has the power to issue regulations in order to transpose uh, directives, EU directives. And this being one of the EU directives, in December 2017, the Minister proceeded with transposing the fourth AML directive by means of the Companies Act, Register of uh, Beneficial Owners Regulations, and then uh, companies were obliged to have a register of beneficial owners in place and also access was given to competent authorities, subject persons and persons with legitimate interest. Then in uh, July 2019, uh, the Minister proceeded with issuing another set of regulations in order this time to transpose the fifth ML directive. Mm-hmm. The fifth ML directive gave access to the general public for this register of beneficial owners. Then last uh, June 2020, another set of regulations were issued, amended. So we're talking about the Companies Act, Register of Beneficial Owners regulations being amended for the third time in order to provide enhancement to the verification methods used by the registrar in order to provide a proactive register. Okay, thank you very much. And can you explain who exactly is a beneficial owner? So when we say a beneficial owner, we always mean a natural person. It cannot be about a corporate or anyone else. It has to be a natural person. However, the directive which we have transposed provides guidance of what is a beneficial owner. And it states, and of course, a law has been replicated in order to identify beneficial owner of having ownership interest directly or indirectly of more than 25% plus one or 25% of the voting rights of a company or as control via other means. If, after exhausting all possible means and provided there are no grounds for suspicion, the company does not arrive to a particular person having these characteristics, then the company needs to disclose the senior managing officials of the company. Therefore, uh, the definition is first, you have to identify whether someone have ownership interest or control or as the senior managing officials of that particular legal entity. Okay. 
And, and what exactly is the information that companies are required to disclose? And what are the implications or consequences if they fail to, to issue this information? Yes, uh, in order to facilitate reporting, we have created statutory forms, which forms lists all the information that needs to be disclosed to the Malta Business Registry. We have now uh, six forms in all, ranging from forms uh, before the incorporation of a company, during the duration that is changes to the beneficial ownership information, also forms relating to the senior managing officers and changes in details. Therefore, uh, although the form is a very straightforward one, if you look at it, you say, yes, it is a straightforward form. The Malta Business Registry has issued a guidance note, a 30-page document, which is very useful for companies in order to be able to identify who the beneficial owners are and what needs to be reported with us. However, it is always advisable to seek uh, legal advice when there are complex structures involved. One needs to point out as well that together with the forms, we also need certified through copies of uh, beneficial owners, the identification documents of beneficial owners. And uh, the identification document needs to be a state issued, so a passport or an ID card, and should be certified by a warranted professional, that is lawyer, notary, uh, accountant. So it is a common practice that when a company goes to a practitioner in order to issue the certification, that practitioner will go through the structure and advise accordingly uh, the, his client. And it is a common practice, it is a good practice because uh, the company will be sure of what submissions uh, it is doing, basically. It is important that any changes during uh, the existence of a company mm -hmm. and the changes to the beneficial ownership of a company is to be reported with the MBR within 14 days from such change. In addition to that, companies need to, on an annual basis, report any changes in details, not the changes in the actual beneficial owner, but right. changes to the details of the beneficial owner. For example, change in passport number. And if the change is, is in relation to what was listed on the passport, a certified true copy needs to also be attached mm -hmm. to the annual confirmation. So it is important that officers, and we cannot stress this enough, it is important that officers keep an up-to-date register of beneficial owners. You have asked me about the implications. The implications are numerous. If a company fail to file, it's uh, failed to, to disclose its beneficial owners. There are administrative penalties. These are hefty penalties and given the scale of business in Malta, yes, they are substantial because uh, we are talking about 5,000 euros upon default and 100 euros daily until the beneficial owners are disclosed. So this in relation uh, to companies that were incorporated uh, recently, basically. For the others that were incorporated before the coming into force of the first uh, directive, that is before mm -hmm. 2018, the penalties are much higher because we need to collect the data on beneficial owners. And the penalties in that regard are 10,000 euros upon default and 500 euros daily until uh, the beneficial ownership information is filed. Therefore, uh, 
companies need to be aware, and as I, I said, no, they need to seek guidance in order to facilitate the reporting. In addition to that, there is 5,000 euros imposed if a beneficial ownership information given to the MBR is found to be false. Right. Then, the registrar as well uh, is able to conduct on-site inspections on companies. And okay. the penalties in relation to an on-site inspection, if the officers of the MBR finds out that uh, there is a, a beneficial owner that was reported incorrectly, that penalty can uh, go up to 100,000 euros. So the penalties are substantial, yes. If this was not enough, we had to include other additional measures. For example, to mention just a few, uh, a director that is involved in a company that failed to provide the beneficial owners will not be allowed to act as a director or secretary on uh, another company, either new or an existing one. In addition to that, we have also amended the Companies Act in order to provide that any officers cannot act uh, on a company if they had breached the Companies Act three times over a period of two years. Also, if a company does not have the beneficial owners, owners disclosed, no documents will be registered by the Registrar of Companies. Therefore, it is important that uh, the companies keep always their uh, beneficial ownership information up to date. As a final measure, the registrar can strike off a company if that company fails to provide the beneficial ownership information. We have started this process because we are making our best in order to have a fully populated register. We've started the process on around uh, 3,000 companies and now we are seeing that these companies are uh, getting their beneficial ownership information. Uh, so, uh, basically, th that's it in relation to implications which are, uh, yes, given the importance of this document, the implications of a company that doesn't report uh, are huge. Okay. And from your perspective, as, as the, the Malta Business Registry, how do you verify the information that is disclosed to you on beneficial ownership? Mm -hmm. So, um, as a registry, both in, in Malta and other jurisdictions, it's always known that the registrar has a rather passive role in, uh, in checking documents. However, our role uh, changed drastically these last two years and we are taking more proactive role in verification purposes. For example, today we are uh, talking about the beneficial ownership register. When a, a form is submitted to the Malta Business Registry, this form will pass on to the officers at the registry unit, which is one of the, the units, the core of the Malta Business Registry. It will pass on to the registry unit for prima facie vetting. That mm -hmm. is, they ensure that the information matches to that on the certified true copy of the passport, that the form is signed by uh, the director or secretary they also verify whether that company is a parent or subsidiary in another company okay. in order to see that the beneficial owners of these companies match. In addition to that, when possible and when uh, we have access to foreign registries, they will also check the foreign registries if uh, they see a company registered outside Malta acting as shareholder on that company in order to verify 
the beneficial ownership information. And that's what the register unit do, does basically. Then that particular form will be passed on to MBR's compliance unit, whereby their role is to screen all the involvements. And we say, when we say screening, they screen against several variables, like for example, PAPs, uh, sanctions, law enforcement, uh, uh, reg financial registers, insolvency, th those all variables, uh, adverse media, in order for them to ascertain whether by having that beneficial owner, what type of risk uh, we are talking about now. Mm -hmm. So at that stage, there will be the flagging, uh, the red flagging. Uh, it doesn't mean that because someone is red flagged, we are not going to accept him. We will, will, will put him in a certain risk in order for even other competent authorities to uh, be able to ascertain that uh, that particular individual has been red flagged by, for example, uh, the, the Monta Business Registry. Uh, they will assess the structures, basically. The registrar can even ask for additional documents. So if you are faced okay. with a situation that the registry unit uh, had some issues, the compliance had some issues, the registrar has the power to ask for additional documents. If a beneficial owner is uh, found to be, uh, there's a positive hit, this can be passed on to uh, the, the MBR's MLRO for him to make necessary investigations and report uh, any suspicions. As I said earlier, uh, the registrar is also in charge of conducting on-site inspections. These are very useful in order for the registrar of companies to ascertain whether the information registered with the company is the same that was disclosed to the registrar of companies. And on-site inspections are made on a risk-based approach or else uh, when, when someone files a discrepancy with the MBR, there is an obligation that subject persons and competent authorities file any discrepancies found within their due diligence conducted with the register of companies. And in that case, uh, the compliance unit will proceed with conducting an on-site ins inspection. One must note that in Malta we use the multi-pronged approach. That is, we verify information also by means of cross-checking between uh, authorities. Therefore, right. you have beneficial owners at uh, company level, that is the company approach. You have the beneficial owners at registry level, that is the, the registry approach. And in addition to that, the existing information approach, that is information found with another competent authorities, subject persons, including uh, corporate service providers, um, banks, mm -hmm. and, and the sort. In order to enhance this multi-pronged approach, various authorities, uh, the MBR, uh, the FIU, MFSA, who have uh, put measures in place in order to facilitate this cross-checking between authorities. And like that, you will have uh, a full picture and a full verification procedure taking place at uh, beneficial ownership register level. Okay. Very good. And the fifth anti-money laundering um, directive, which came into effect in January 2020, stipulates that countries need to have a register of beneficial owners which is publicly accessible. Has Malta reached this target? Yes, indeed. Uh, in fact, we had the transposition in place, the, the legislation in place, six months before the deadline. Uh, so the deadline was 10 to January 2020, and uh, in, in July 2019, uh, we, we had the legislation in place. 
giving access, we have to keep in mind that the register of beneficial owners was already in place. So uh, it has been available to subject persons and competent authorities via online means. So it was already there. However, enhancements uh, in relation to IT had to be made in order to open it up uh, to the general public. So um, by the end of 2019, the IT infrastructure testing and uh, enhancements were completely ready and we've managed to put it online on 1st uh, January 2020, so some nine days before the implementation deadline as well. Uh, the portal is very easy to use, so with just a click of a button, you will have uh, the beneficial ownership information accessible. We did not, uh, we went beyond, so uh, what, what do I mean? We didn't only make it easily accessible to competent authorities and subject persons as the directive stipulates, but we went beyond and made it, made it uh, an online portal even to uh, the general public. We are proud that we have built such a robust uh, portal and as I have said before, we are doing our utmost in order to ensure that the information submitted with the registrar of companies is in fact accurate and up to date. Okay, so people can just go on your website and, and find this register? Yes, Okay, correct. very good. And what about the register of beneficial owners of other legal organizations, such as foundations and voluntary organizations? How does this yes. play into... into so, uh, recently, specifically on 11th August uh, 2020, the MBR became legally responsible for uh, foundations and association. And so these fall within the remit of the Malta Business Registry as well. The MBR is also in charge of the Register of Beneficial Owners of Foundations Associations, but also sports organizations, okay. cooperatives, um, uh, and voluntary organizations. Therefore, uh, here we are seeing now a one central register for all legal entities, uh, legal persons. So uh, th this information is also made available through uh, the portal, depending on the remits provided by the law, uh, the foundations and associations and verification of beneficial ownership information of all legal organizations are treated in the same manner as uh, companies, the, the processes that I have explained. The penalties range for not filing of beneficial ownership information range from uh, 500 fixed penalty and 5 euro daily failure to provide information uh, on the beneficial owners. Uh, one, as I have to keep in mind uh, that there are few numbers involved in this, uh, in, in this part of, of, the, of the unit. Therefore, uh, we have more control. Uh, we, we can ask for additional documents, we, we can help more. So given that the numbers are very low, uh, we have more visibility of what is happening in these organizations. Okay, very good. Just one follow-up question. What are the, the maybe complications when the ultimate beneficial owners are foreign? Is that, does that affect your work and, and your oversight? Yes, uh, in fact, when uh, th there is a foreigner as a beneficial owner, uh, yes, normally uh, there is always a company service provider involved. Yes. And uh, you, you tell me why. Because in Malta we have an obligation that we need to have the registered office uh, situated in Malta. So it is a common practice for uh, beneficial owner, a foreign beneficial owner, to use uh, the registered office of a company service provider. 
and the company's service provider is a subject person and has to, to report to mm-hmm. a fire you and other uh, authorities. Therefore, although it is uh, a bit more risky when we're dealing with foreign uh, beneficial owners, however, we have the mitigants in place in order to ensure, and we have all measures in place in order to ensure uh, that the information submitted to us is correct. Okay. Thank you for your time today. This was Geraldine from the Malta Business Registry.